When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, friends. It's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapper. In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedar sinai Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles. And welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai for 33 years. Wow. I'm so excited for today's show because you know the topics can be out of this world. And I don't mean UFO. But today's topic is near and dear to my heart. Because my guest comes from the world of medicine. He's a surgeon like me. Only what he does is so far from what I do and yet is so similar. You know I love the world of art. I'm a sculptor. And I use those skills to do what I do in knee surgery, hip surgery, shoulder surgery. But there's a difference between additive, taking clay, taking building blocks, pieces of steel and welding them together. That's different than taking a solid block of marble and subtracting from it, chipping away at it, seeing the masterpiece that's inside. You don't like the nose? You put a different nose on when you're dealing with clay. You can build as a sculptor. I am a subtracting sculptor. But my guest at 815 is the best in the world. He's a pioneer in a particular type of sculpting and surgery. Children born with no ear. They don't have, you can touch your ear right now as you're driving. That's your external ear, better known as your oracle. Feel the top of it. That's called the helix, the curve on top. Now feel the middle of the external portion of your ear right before the ear canal. That's called the tragus. And where do you put earrings? That's called the lobule. These undulations in the creation of this ear, no flat surfaces because flat surfaces reflect sound. What you want to do is capture sound and enhance the sound just like you're listening to me right now on the radio as you've done on Saturdays for 12 years now. The shape of these structures, cosmetically, yeah. But you don't want them to be like the Mickey Mouse ears, flat surfaces, because they won't work. They pitch forward, they angle forward to capture sound. It's fascinating. Again, something you just don't really realize. 
until you're born without them or you've been traumatized and you're now missing an ear. We saw Mike Tyson bite someone's ear. Wrestlers and boxers get deformities of their ears. There's all kinds of issues beyond what happens with your eardrum deep inside. So John Reinish at 8.15 is going to join us because he's capable and has made a living. His specialty is in building something from nothing, creating, using cartilage from your rib or where else he gets it from, and I can't wait to ask him about it. But it made me think all week, wow, the mastery of our ears. What would it be like to create an ear, and what does an ear do? Certainly the surface externally is something a surgeon deals with, but if you're talking about mastery of an ear in art and in sports and in food, <laughs> wait till I tell you what my ideas are for food, but it made me think all week, well, there is a theater outside of Athens that was built 2,500 years ago by the Greeks it's outdoors. It's cut into the mountain. And it's shaped like your ear because the Greeks recognized that to create perfect acoustics for a theater of 14,000 seats outdoors, they don't have electronics. This theater has perfect acoustics. You can drop a coin on the stage and you can be sitting in the last row of 55 rows made of limestone rock and hear the coin perfectly, just like you can hear the actors on the stage whispering to each other. How did they do this? They mimicked the shape of the ear, just like Dr. Reinish. They sculpted into the mountain an oracle, an external ear. Wait till you hear this story. And what about in the world of sports? In the world of sports, the mastery of the ear is actually a, a coach who understood better than anybody how to get into someone's ear, get into someone's head via their ear. The actual use of the ear was Bill Parcells. He's the best coach in my lifetime. Yeah, Bill Belichick is great, but he had Tom Brady, who's the GOAT. He's a great coach. I'm not taking anything away from Belichick, who, by the way, was an assistant coach under Bill Parcells. But what Bill Parcells did, nobody else has ever done. He took four different teams, the Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, the Cowboys, that were god-awful. The Jets were 1-15 with the same players. He didn't change anything other than he showed up and got them into the playoffs. He took four different teams to the playoffs because Bill Parcells was a master of the ear and confrontation with these players and got the best out of them. And wait till you hear the guy he was about the hardest on as a player, Curtis Martin, wrote a love letter to him at the end of his career, which you're going to get better get a box of Kleenex when you hear this story because you'll cry. And what about the world of food? Well, I have two areas. One is a coil that looks like an ear. And I put it on Twitter, at Dr. Robert Clapper. You can see it. 
It's an undulated, no flat surfaces shape from a French bakery. You put a few raisins, glaze it with honey or sugar, bake it so it's crispy brown. Looks like an ear. Okay, it's delicious. But I thought real hard about undulations and having the ear canal. And I've never seen an old-fashioned donut with white icing. I've seen maple and chocolate, which is delicious. But what really looks like what an oracle, what an ear is trying to accomplish with those undulations to bounce off sound. Yeah, I'll tell you where my favorite old-fashioned donut that she just glazed with white icing just for me. If you go to this bakery and you say, I want that weekend warrior old-fashioned donut like Dr. Clapper got, she'll have a big smile on her face and one bite and you'll have a big smile on your face and I'll tell you exactly where to go. Although if you listen to the show, you know already where I'm talking about. So forget about it. Get out of here. And Clapper Vision, we got to talk about Chet Holmgren. He's the young player from Gonzaga, the second player in the draft. Seven foot one, his whole future's ahead of him. And when I look at the video, it isn't LeBron stepped on his foot. It's the other foot. What happened to his foot that he's going to be out for the season? He has what's known as a Lisfranc injury. What the hell is that? How did it happen? I got two clapper visions to explain it. One involves a circus tent, and the other is shaking your hand violently. And I'll explain a little later in the show. But right now, I want to fascinate you with what I see as a miracle created by man 2,500 years ago to create perfect acoustics in an outdoor arena. The Greeks understood how our ear works better than we understand today. This is a theater that's still functioning. And you got to hear the story so you can appreciate the shape of an ear. Two of them that you got on your own head. It's an awesome topic to explore. And this week, wait till I tell you some stories from this week. I had this week off. And that means I went surfing. And I got a lot of stories to tell you about surfing. And I finally bought an electric bike. And where I went was to hear something with my ears that you can't hear anyplace else. It's where the ocean crashes into the biggest rocks you'll ever see. And the unique sound that that makes. I'll tell you where I went this week. But first, let's get into this Greek theater. To honor their gods, the ancient Greeks created wonders that forced them to make extraordinary technological discoveries. One such breakthrough was a theater built to honor the god Dionysius. It was the greatest theater in the Western world with the most advanced acoustic design. Hidden in the hills of Epidaurus, about 100 miles from Athens, the 14,000-seat theater has dazzled audiences for two and a half thousand years. Wow. It is a feat of engineering. 55 rows of stone seats built into the hillside with such precision that the theater has perfect acoustics. Wow. 
Surprisingly, the reason for citing the theatre in this remote place has its origin in medicine. Next to the theatre was a vast healing centre, and to the ancient Greeks, theatre was medicine. That's right, the Weekend Warrior Show, 2,500 years ago. Combining the world of art and medicine, that's what we do. Throw in a little sports and you got the Weekend Warrior Show, Greek version. One way of trying to understand the link between the healing cult and this particularly exquisite theatre is that for the ancient Greeks, music, and, and Greek theatre is a fundamentally musical experience, was actually used in medical therapy. The great philosopher Aristotle actually writes about how people who are distressed and, 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 and psychologically disturbed can come to um, a great resolution of that and to a much happier state of mind by listening to certain kinds of music and watching certain kinds of performance. Wow. At the adjacent healing center, the god of medicine, Asclepios, and his magical snakes were said to work miracles. Medical cures and remedies were inscribed on stone tablets. Shrines were built to the cult of Asclepios, and the center developed into a wealthy healing sanctuary. People came from across the empire to cure every ailment and disability. You know, when you think about it, a snake bite causes you to die because of bleeding. It messes with your ability to clot. Well, we use warfarin, cuminin. We need to use medicine that comes from four-leaf clovers that killed cows in Wisconsin. The W in warfarin is Wisconsin research. That's the, where the term comes from. So again, the Greeks were ahead. Pay attention to the plants in the Amazon and to snakes and other. These are chemicals that we now use. Foxglove, poisonous plants in the Amazon, becomes digitalis, which we now use to save our hearts. You may say, snakes, what are they, crazy? A god of snakes and it's medicine. Actually, they were very smart because those chemicals in the poison of the snake, if used properly, can keep you from getting a blood clot after a hip replacement. These people were geniuses, and that's what I want you to appreciate. Thousands of limestone blocks cut from local quarries formed the seats. His design was for 32 rows, although 23 more were added two centuries later. Behind the actors was the skena, the origin of the word scene, a two-story stage building which was painted as a backdrop for the play. The skena also enabled early special effects. Early special effects, listen to this. When a play required a god to descend from the heavens, an actor was flown in on a hoist. The masked performers often played to audiences of up to 14,000 without the benefit of microphones. Polyclitus was able to create perfect acoustics. Even a coin being dropped at the center of the performance circle can be heard clearly in the back rows. But why? Because he realized the external ear that you and I have, two of them on our head, is not a flat surface, it undulates. So he made the limestone rows and steps undulate just like your ear, which you can feel right now. The design of the theater also enhances the sound of the human voice. The secret lies in how sounds are reflected by the stone itself. 
A sound is produced by somebody's mouth. It will hit a wall, that's a reflection. And what they've done in Apodavros in order to create a large quantity of short reflections is that they've broken up the surface. You know, there is no surface which is flat. So when a sound hits a wall, it's diffused in many, many directions. It enhances the original sound by kind of stretching it a little bit longer than it already is. Can you imagine? They don't have computers. They don't have anything that we have. But what they had was some pretty smart people paying attention to how the body works and mimicking that. Awesome technology. And coming up next, I want you to hear mastery of the ear. Not in just building an ear, but what to do with your ear. How to get into someone's head. The great Bill Parcells, his story will amaze you. And I'll take your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN. I got to tell you about a surfer that I met in the ocean this week. While I'm waiting for waves, he couldn't understand why his brother needed both his hips replaced. And I said, did, the, did his hips die at such a young man before he got arthritis? He said, yes. I said, that's avascular necrosis. I can tell you, the reason he lost both his hips in such a young age. I'll explain. You take your calls, 877-710-ESPN. Let's listen to Bill Parcells coming up next right here on the Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper. And the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. It's time for Clapper Killies. Start your weekend off right. Listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Where has this been my whole life? Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Those are the temptations. We've had Otis Williams on the show many years ago. He's a patient of mine, which I can say because it's public. He's one of my favorite patients, and he founded The Temptations, and he's still alive. But that song is being played by Wilbert for a reason. Let's hear it again, Wilbert. Hit it. Go back to the beginning. The reason we're playing it is this line. I can't believe my ears. Because today we're talking about the mastery of the ear. Taking away my reason for living. Well, what about the opposite? When you give someone a reason to live. That's a mastery of an ear. And that is this guy. This is Mike Wallace sitting down with Bill Parcells. Explaining what a master he was at giving someone an earful. There's no doubt that Bill Parcells is the NFL's toughest coach, and maybe the best. He's turned four teams, four of them, from losers into winners, and he's won two Super Bowls along the way. 
How does he do it? What's his formula? And what does the stress of coaching do to his psyche? He's thought about that a lot. And we, in effect, put him on the couch to talk about it as he never has before. To begin with, he told us that one big secret of his success has been head-to-head -head confrontations. Steve Paulette just tweeted me, the Weekend Warrior Greek Show with Dr. Giannis Klaparoulis. <laughs> You're the best, Steve Paulette. All right, let's keep going with this man who took the only NFL coach to take four different teams who had losing seasons and put stuff in the players' ears, the same players that lost terribly the year before and changed it around. Got him into the playoffs. I think confrontation is healthy because it clears the air very quickly. And most of these athletes that you deal with are pretty well used to that kind of thing. Has an athlete ever taken a, a swing at you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, sure. We've had a few of those. Really? But sure, that's okay. That's okay. Parcells spelled out his notion of how to turn a loser into a winner on, in, of man. all Come places, on, the Harvard Business Review. He wrote that a new coach or a new CEO has right to wage there. a relentless pursuit of perfection by showing he's in charge by imposing his leadership. And of course, confrontations can do that, but... Didn't one of your players throw his jersey in your face? Yeah. And he was taken off the field by security? Right. These things happen. He's still on the team. These things yeah. happen. You're going to have to hear in this soundbite exactly what it sounded like to have him on the sidelines yelling at the kicker of all things. You do that again, buddy, and you're out of here. I mean, he knew specifically each player and how he could get through their outer ear into their head and change them into a different kind of player. I don't have to make examples out of players to establish my own place. You mean? I don't feel like I have to. Everybody knows what a you are. <laughs> yeah. Cut it up in there or I'll get me another part return. I don't really give a yeah, that's right. Uh, that's what you're going to be doing Sunday when we go to Seattle. You're going to be watching the game in New York on TV. When we first profiled him five years ago, we saw him at his toughest. Get in the huddle, Diedrich! On his players. Hurry up, Karzuski! Get over here, Scott! Get over here, Frost! Now, it's just a yelling and screaming guy, right? Why is that special, Dr. Clapper? Why are you talking about him as being a master of the ear? Because he did something that nobody else can do. He was tough on that exterior. He knew each of his players and could get into each of them because of the homework that he put in. Here Mike Wallace tries to insult him by saying, hey, it's not nothing serious. It's just sports. You're the toy department. Bill Parcells, even to Mike Wallace, says, don't you say it's maybe a toy department to use sports. But not to me. It's in my blood. On his coaches. Hey, don't tell me about the defensive coaches. Just watch the field goal kicker. And most of all, he's tough on himself. 14-hour days, six days a week. And on the seventh, he rests a mere 12 hours. Do you really need to work 14-hour days? Yes, sir. Maybe more. If you want to stay competitive, this is one of the most competitive businesses there is. This is the toy department. This is sports. That's for you. That's my life. It's my blood. It's how I'm measured. 
So it's not the toy department for me. It's not the toy department for me. Now listen to what he does. 19 seasons in the NFL. And in 1997, he takes on the most hopeless of teams ever. The New York Jets. They only won one game the year before. But specifically, he goes after a player that he calls Boy Wonder. That he previously coached with the Patriots. And now the Patriots get to play the Jets. And Boy Wonder, Curtis Martin, is on the other team. Well, you just have to hear the story from Curtis Martin's mouth himself. In 1997, Parcells would embark on yet another rebuilding process when he agreed to coach the last place New York Jets. He would put his coaching talents to the test with a team that had only won one game in 1996. Oh, Dick, I'll tell you, I'm too old to do this. These guys here, I'm telling you, this is hard. We're doing a little better, but it's hard. Because, you know, teams 1 and 15, they just get beat down, you know, mentally. you got to... Just remember what you did up the other place. Well, thanks, <laughs> thanks. That other place was New England. And his first trip back there was a memorable night for a player Parcells had nicknamed Boy Wonder. And that's Curtis Martin. And now listen to the perspective from the player who's been yelled at. But not just, you, I'm going to kill. No. Parcells specifically would find things in each of his players and go after it. He got inside them because of the masterful work of the ear. It was my first time with Parcells on the other side, and I had this, like, you are the enemy now. Like, I am, I am going to destroy your team just because you are the one who's coaching them, and you're not coaching us anymore, you know? So I had one of my best games ever. I ended up having, like, 200 yards or so, and every time I got tackled out of bounds on the Jets' sideline, I would just walk away from them and look at them, like, just stare them in the eye. Yeah, <laughs> But remember what I told you. No one was a better master of the ear than Bill Parcells. Listen to what happens. This is with the words of Curtis Martin. And later you'll hear the words of Bill Parcells. After the game was over, he came up to me and he said, Boy, wonder who do you think you're growling at? Who, who are you making those faces at? And, you know, we laughed about it and we were walking. I remember saying, Coach, all, all jokes aside, I don't really remember telling any other man this in my life. I said, but man, I really love you. And if it weren't for you, I don't know where I'd be. And uh, he just looked at me and it was like his mouth slowly cracked. And I love you too, Boy Wonder, you know. And we, we parted our ways and next year came after me. The next year, Parcells brought free agent Curtis Martin to New York. Can you imagine? So there's a love. It's a tough exterior. It's confrontation. But it's how you make a losing team into a winning team. Deep down inside, there's a love. And Curtis Martin felt it, despite all the yelling and screaming. Listen to what happens next. Parcells would stay one more season and he would receive a parting gift from the man who won the Jets' 1999 Team MVP award. I got that trophy, said to myself, you know, this is all a result of him. 
without him, there's no way. Parcells not only helped me become a good football player, a spectacular run by Curtis Martin. but he helped me become a better man. I really believe that he, in a way, helped save my life for sure. So listen to what he did. He wrote him a note. He took the trophy he got for being the MVP. And he said, you made me the MVP and wrote from his heart a note. And he snuck into his office and left it there. It's, it's what mastery of the ear really is all about. Tell someone you're grateful for their friendship. Tell someone that you cherish them. Don't assume anything in life. And so what I did was I wrote a note telling him how I would probably be somewhere lost if it weren't for him. And I told him that uh, he's like a father to me. I snuck into his office and put the note and the trophy on his desk. One of my cherished mementos, I would tell you that, I have it in my house in Saratoga in a prominent place. He told me he cried. For him to tell me that, I thought meant a lot because that's like him, in my mind, letting the walls down, you know, and, and, and allowing me a step closer, you know. And uh, so that was pretty significant. That was pretty significant, Curtis Martin. And here's Bill Parcells at his Hall of Fame speech, finally telling those players he was yelling at, intimate details in their ear to make them into men that they never even thought they were. But once you win the trophy, you then can reveal the secret. I had the exact right kind of players, understood my personality, bought into the program at the absolute most critical time in my career. And that's that 84 and 5 group that had to run that gauntlet. And I know how hard it was. And I love you guys for it. And I'm proud that you became champions because of it. Led by league MVP Lawrence Taylor, Parcells 1986 team dominated the NFL. Dominated. He dominated the NFL with four different teams because he mastered the ear and what went in your ear. What a topic. And at 8.15, we're going to talk to a man who truly has mastered the ear. He sculpts ears out of rib cartilage and all kinds of other pieces. When I rebuild your ACL, I rearrange the furniture. You tore the ligament in the center of your knee, and I'll use a tendon and turn it into a ligament from a, another place in your knee. Well, to the next level of that is what Dr. Reinish does. And I can't wait to have you all here and for me to hear and learn how exactly he does that. Mm. We'll do that at 8.15. Coming up next, I'm going to take you into the operating room. Why do both hips die in a young person? What's the reason that they would need a hip replacement and they're 35 years old? And I'll tell you all about surfing this week in my beloved surfboard from Waikiki that I took out in the fog this week and the e-bike that I bought from Trek Bikes in Westlake because I wanted to hear something with my ears that was really the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow at the end of Palace Verdes. I'll tell you all about that in the 
Clapper Vision Clinic will be open. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. This is Keyshawn in the morning. My man, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show starts your Saturday morning. Join the doc from 7 to 9 a.m. But don't miss my show, Monday morning on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. It's the most entertaining thing in the world. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. From schwitzing like a piece of tuna fish. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Belinda Carlisle. Good job, Wilbert. Heaven is a place on earth, and I visited heaven this week. I had the week off, and I went surfing. In the fog. Couldn't even see. I got up so early in the morning. It was pitch black before dawn. And one of the days I took off, I went to look for heaven on earth. And we're talking about ears and the mastery of the ear. There's a sound that the ocean makes when it hits very big rocks. It's different than when a wave crashes on the beach. When it smashes into a big rock, your ear hears something that it's never heard before. And I wanted to experience that audio, and I did this week. By the way, before we get into those stories, what's on tap? I'm just looking at Twitter right now. I think Carlos Saisu just did this. I think he's getting married this weekend, so I don't know if he was actually the one to do this. What's on tap on ESPN LA 710? Well, the one and only Weekend Warriors show starts it off, but then we're followed at 1 o'clock with my favorite, Travis Rogers and Kirk Morrison doing the pregame show. And at 3 o'clock, even though it's preseason, oh, did I have such a great time at the Super Bowl last year. Ah, so we get a preview, or whatever you call a rear view, because it already happened of the Cincinnati Bengals. Too bad we won't be seeing Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow playing. But, oh boy, what a game that was. It's going to be hard to repeat this year, that's for sure. Busy, busy, busy here at 710 today. But heaven is a place on earth. Let's do some clap revision first. Chet Holmgren. What exactly is a Liss Frank fracture? Go on YouTube and watch the play where he's trying, crazy enough, to defend LeBron James. Are you kidding me? That's a freight train coming down the the lane. This poor kid from Gonzaga thinks he's going to stop LeBron James. But look at his right foot as he now has got his back to the basket and he plants his right foot. And now starts limping, and that's it for the season. What exactly did he do? Well, it's called a Lisfranc injury. So let's give you some clap revision of how those 26 bones that make up your foot really work. Let's think of the map of the United States of America. You got the East Coast, right, from Maine to Florida. You got the West Coast from Washington down to Southern California. And then you got those states that we fly over, where the Cincinnati Bengals come from, Ohio, the the mid portion of the country, can divide it into thirds. Well, your foot and ankle is the same way. You got your heel, 
which is when you walk, you make contact with your heel first. It's called heel strike. And then you have that flatness. You heel strike, your foot gets flat. And then to launch yourself forward, you go off the balls of your feet. So the toes and the balls of your feet is the other end. That's the West Coast. Your heel is the East Coast. And the mid, the flyover states is your midfoot, where the arch of your foot is. And we got 26 bones that make it up. The heel bone, the calcaneus, is an anchor. It's a solid bone. But there actually is a ball and socket joint. First of all, on top of the calcaneus sits the talus that meets the shin bone, the tibia. So if you now move your foot up and down like you're going on the gas and the brake up and down, dorsiflexion, plantar flexion, that movement goes through the tibio-talar joint. But also there's movement up and down in the front of the talus. So we like to call the calcaneus, the heel bone, and that ball and socket joint that lives right above the calcaneus that meets the shin bone, the tibia, we like to call that the hind foot. And we like to call your toenails and the tips of your toes, your digits, the toes themselves, the forefoot. The mid portion of your foot is where all the action is of the arch. And what I'd like to do with a clapper vision is go ahead and imagine shaking someone's hand, right? When you shake someone's hand, they're grasping and you're grasping the four fingers, not the thumb. The thumb sits on top of the handshake, right? Well, what if you're shaking hands with the MMA fighter Anderson Silva, another guest on this show, patient of mine that I love dearly? He is one strong guy. I've shook, shook his hand. If he chooses, he could literally <laughs> take your hand off. But what if Anderson Silva violently shakes your hand, not grasping you to go up and down, but actually tries to pull your index, your long, your ring, your little finger away from your thumb, away from the grasp, away from your thumb in the opposite direction, violently. Well, if you look carefully at Chet Holmgren, when he plants that right foot, it's kind of like a handshake that went wrong. His big toe is staying put inside his sneaker, but the second, third, fourth, and fifth rays go in the other direction. My other clapper vision for this is kind of like a circus tent, or when you go to the beach and you see people plant a tent, okay, that's that post into the sand going straight up. But then you have this canvas top to the tent and the strings that you tie with the anchors on the side. You could sit there and it's kind of nice to have one of those tents that you can bring to the beach or a circus tent. And if the wind comes up, thank God the canvas, the ropes, the anchors are doing well supporting that center post that's in the sand. But if a full-on hurricane occurs or the wind, a gust of wind really comes up and starts to blow that tent sideways and all of a sudden rips the rope, that stress 
now on that post is exceeded because you lost the benefit of the ropes and the canvas that ultimately you know what's going to happen. It's going to blow because it's blowing sideways. Your tent, that strong post that's into the sand, is going to end up being sheer forced, pulled in all different directions, and the tent will collapse. A list frank injury is essentially a collapse due to rupturing the rope. It's a ligament injury. Everybody's all happy. Oh, he didn't have a fracture. Let me tell you something. Sometimes a fracture is better to have than a ligament injury. And what the problem with a Lisfranc injury, I will tell you as an orthopedic surgeon, is this is classically someone going to urgent care or to the ER with a quote-unquote sprained foot and the x-rays are negative. That's right. You don't see this on an x-ray. But the ligament that connects the medial cuneiform, that arch of your foot bone, to the second metatarsal, not the big toe. It's those other digits. I told you the shaking the hand, Anderson Sylvan, pushing your hand down, those digits two through five. It's the ligament that connects the root of the medial cuneiform, which anchors the big toe and the first ray. It's a ligament that gets torn and everything now collapses to the side. You know how you fix it? We now know not to put a pin in. It ain't enough. You actually have to drive a screw with threads and bite into the bone. Sometimes we even have to do a fusion, but if it's an acute injury, you got to put a screw in because you need to cinch it up. You need to kiss those bones closer together to allow that ligament to heal again. And if you don't, forget about missing the season. It's a career-ending injury. We see it in offensive linemen, defensive linemen in football all the time. But now we saw it in basketball at Chet Holmgren. So this young man is going to need to shut it down and heal. And everybody's optimistic. It's always good to be optimistic. But this is a bad, I'd rather him break his ankle. I'd rather him dislocate his ankle in many respects than a Liz Frank injury. Let's hope and pray he's coming back because he's a young, beautiful star from Gonzaga, and we really couldn't wait to see him shine. All right, coming up next, I'll take a break. I'll take your calls. The number is 877-710-ESPN. And we definitely have to talk about what happens in a young person that caused both their hips to die and what I did this week with my Waikiki surfboard. Oh, it was just awesome. And I'll explain. Coming up next, right here on the Weekend Warrior Show on 710 ESPN. Hey, it's John Ireland. You know there is no better way to start your Saturday than with the man who replaced Michael Thompson's hip, Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. Don't miss my show, Mason and Ireland, back Monday at 1, all here on 710 ESPN. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. At 42 years old, you know what your new nickname is for me? (laughs) Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. You're not Matthew from Santa Monica anymore. You're Mr. Preop. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers.
back, Weekend Warriors. That's right. Don't stop believing. That's what Bill Parcells did to Curtis Martin. By telling him I love you. Through those harsh words, he called him Boy Wonder and made fun of him. But he did it to get the best out of Curtis Martin. So don't stop believing that Curtis Martin didn't and became the Hall of Famer that he is. All right, Warriors, the lines are lit up, so I'll hold off on the uh, operating room and the, my surfing story because i got too many calls. Let's go to Johnny. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Dr. Clapper, good morning. Good morning, young man. How young are you? What do you do for a living? Okay, I'm 65 years old. Really? When's uh, your birthday? <laughs> my birthday was about seven months ago, oh. eight months ago. All right. I'm 65. Mine was July 24th. You, are you in 57 oh. or 56? 56. Okay, so you're older than me. Okay, there you go. And what do you do for a living, 65-year-old Medicare guy? Yeah, so I'm, you know, I've, I've been staying in shape. I was a longshoreman for 24 years. Oh, wow. Good for you. Um, and, uh, My father but you worked know what I've noticed that as a longshoreman, you had to do a lot of repetitious type of uh, yeah. activities at the job site. And so uh, a lot of my joints... Uh, I have soreness, uh, specifically left knee. Okay. Um, um, My father worked on the docks, Johnny, and he told me when I went to go help him as a kid one day and I stepped on a rusty nail, went right through my foot, he Mm -hmm. said, okay, Robbie, this is what I learned when I worked on the docks. You're going to pee on your foot. I said, are you crazy? He goes, nope. They taught me that's the cleanest stuff that you can put on your on your rusty nail wound in your hand which was crazy but yeah you right. get a lot of injuries and and continuous injuries because it's very heavy work working on the docks so 65 yeah. years old is your knee swollen painful limited motion making you limp tell me what your symptoms are like so the symptoms are this um uh when the knee's not rested and if i do some kind of activity it could be playing ping pong being on my feet it could be running then i'm irritating that that joint mm-hmm. and the pain is like it's a pretty strong pain doctor okay uh, it's a pain that it, it's sometimes so strong it's like the nerves are coming at me and saying yeah ouch ouch this is what's happening so no. do me a favor you listen to the show you know what clapper vision is yes so you you got to promise me one thing. You're not going to let anybody talk you into a cortisone shot, stem cells for $10,000, PRP, Synvisc. No needles going into your knee, please. Be holistic. There's a book I wrote with Lindy Yui called Heal Your Knees. You'll treat yourself. Get a copy. You'll learn all about the anatomy. So it's wrong for me to just listen to you on the radio and say, aha, you're 65, you got arthritis, yada 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 which is probably what it is but it's not fair to take liberties with your life johnny first of all there are many people that i meet who are in their 80s and 90s i look at their x-ray and i go you have the knee of a teenager you have an amazing space between the joint that i can see the the x-ray findings that you look for so that your doctor can tell you have arthritis. And I'm not even talking about an MRI. The x-ray findings are four things. One, joint space narrowing. Why does the space between the femur and the tibia bone on the x-ray get more narrow? Because the invisible space between these two bones is cartilage. It's 
It's two kinds of cartilage. Articular cartilage, which coats the end of the bone. And then there's a rubbery cartilage, the same material we're talking about it today, that your ear is made of, is fibrocartilage. Well, fibrocartilage and articular cartilage that coats the ends of our bones and is inside our knee joint doesn't have calcium. So when you look at an x-ray, you can't see this cartilage, but you can infer that it's healthy. Why? Because the space is wide and smooth. So the first thing you look for is joint space narrowing. Second thing you look for, bone spurs. The fancy word is called osteophytes. Osteo in Latin means bone. Fight is a spike. If you look for that second thing and you see bone spurs, then you know that there's not only, here's a clap revision, a scratch to the cartilage, but that you actually have a pothole in the road. And sometimes with big osteophytes and spurs, the whole road is shot. It's not just a pothole. So joint space narrowing, thinning of the cartilage, bone spurs. These are two things you'll see on an x-ray. Here's the third thing. The cushion that the meniscus, that rubber cartilage, does for the joint, acting like a cushion so the bones aren't banging into each other, softens each step you take. We take a million steps a year as human beings. That blow is softened by that rubber cushion. So in the bone itself, I can see beautiful integrity to the bone marrow. But if you lose the cushion, it's like the two bones are banging into each other, like a hammer is banging on your bone. And we will see more whiteness on a black and white film, an x-ray. We will see the bone get whiter. We have a fancy word for that. It's called sclerosis. If we see increased color of white on the bone of the femur and the tibia, then I know that you can say, as we say in New York, forget about it. Your cartilage is now gone. And I mean both the meniscus and the articular cartilage. So the density of the bone gets whiter. And we don't want it to be white right there in the joint. So the third thing you look for in the x-ray is sclerosis. And the fourth and final thing you look for, and here's a clapper vision, that linoleum floor in your kitchen is waterproof. You spill water on it, it collects. It's a waterproof floor. It's linoleum. You take a bounty towel, scoop it up, and dry it up, or a mop. But what if there's a crack in the waterproof surface of the linoleum. You spill water on it, now the water can go through the crack and rot the wood underneath and collect there as rotten wood. Well, what does rotten wood look like? Well, when you get arthritis, instead of water, you have a liquid in your joint called synovial fluid that lubricates the joint. Lubrication, your joint, your knee, here's the miracle. If this doesn't make you believe in God, I don't know what does is smoother than two ice cubes rubbing together because the motor oil, the synovial fluid, lubricates the rubbing surfaces. But what if you now crack the cartilage from arthritis? The meniscus isn't functional. You have a crack now in the cartilage. It's like the linoleum has a crack. If there's a crack in the cartilage, the motor oil, the synovial fluid, can now go through the crack and rot the wood, rot the bone that's underneath the cartilage. In Latin, sub means below, like a subway. Chondral in Latin means cartilage. And a cyst is a collection of fluid. You get a subchondral cyst. So that's the fourth thing on an x-ray. If I see fluid collections, little black holes in that black bone, fluid collections, then I know, aha, 
you got arthritis. But here's the key, Johnny. I have absolutely no idea what your x-ray looks like. You're a total stranger calling me on the radio. Craziest thing in the world. Twice a year, I see people. Hey, Dr. Clapper, I got arthritis. I got a torn meniscus. I got tendonitis. Everybody's a big shot with that stupid WebMD. But the bottom line is it's good that it gives you information, but it can sometimes steer you in the wrong direction. Twice a year, not to scare you because I'm sure you're fine, I see people who think they have these benign things and they don't. They have cancer. So guess what, Johnny? You need a doctor's appointment with someone to take an x-ray, do an exam. Don't let them give you shots or pills. You can treat this holistically, but what exactly are you treating? So it's wrong for me to just say, hey, I'm sure you got arthritis. You're 65. Altacocoritis, as we would call it at Cedars. But no, you need to see a doctor, have a workup, and figure out what to do. I like to be conservative, even though I'm a very busy surgeon, and I love being a surgeon. But right now, our broken medical system right away can't wait to deny you an MRI and deny you all these things. Information, Johnny, empowers us. That's what you need to do when this Dr. phone Klopper. calls over. Okay, Dr. Klopper. Um, so let me speak here. Um, uh, I'm going to get the x-ray. What if I shot you the X-ray through email to your email? No, and that's you- a, I don't. Want, I love being adaptable, and the world is changing. No, someone has to put hands on you, and I'm happy to be the one to put hands on you. But someone needs to examine you, get an X-ray, and not just give you pills and shots. You want to come see me? Gag is into Hague. You can come see me. You call my office. You tell Arnie I talked to you on the phone. You're a weekend warrior. You won the prize today, and you can come okay, see me. You good, don't have to wait good. four months. How's that? Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank wait, you. wait, wait, wait. Before you go, Johnny, you're a total stranger. I've never met you. Look what I'm doing for you. I want you to find a total stranger today. Go do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me. All right? Okay. All right. All right, young man. God all bless right. you. All right, Warriors. Talking too much. I don't even think I have time for a, another one. Cutting it close. You want to take one? Two minutes. Okay, let's get one more in. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Herbert, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help you, Herbert? You there, Herbert? This is Ed in San Diego. Okay, let's go to Ed in San Diego. I'll take it. All the lines are lit up. Sorry about that, Ed. I don't have a lot of time. Oh, no problem. Hey. I don't have a lot of time, Ed, but oh. I'm happy to help you. How young are you? What do you do oh, for a living? It. Well, no, I have no injuries or anything like that. I'm, I'm a former college football player. I'm 52 years old right now, and I'm, I stay myself in the gym all the time. Good. Um, nothing wrong with me, cholesterol level, blood pressure, or anything like that. It's just now, lately, I'm getting my muscles in terms for soreness and everything else. And a friend recommended me some, uh, possibly a, an alternate, like a testosterone replacement therapy. I just wanted your opinion on it. Do you think it's something that's viable for people who have no injuries or anything? Cholesterol level is good. Uh, I'm six foot one, 190 pounds. I had a hydro test. My body fat is still under 15%. So I'm pretty much in shape, but obviously as age grows, body gets soreness. Is there anything like that you know about this TRT that could probably possibly not take prolong my life, but it's in muscles. I'll take your answer off there. I thank you very much for your, for your show. All right, Ed, it's my pleasure to help you. Listen, that's a tough question to answer. Uh, how you choose to live your life to be honest with you, is a philosophical question. And there are people who actually need supplements to battle hormonal changes that take place. 
But I want you to just do me one favor. And whether you're a, a woman listening going through menopause or a man like Ed listening who's going through menopause, before a doctor starts telling you, here's something, you take this pill or use this shampoo and your whole life's going to be different, I need you to promise me as a weekend warrior to do one thing. Ask and get a good answer of what the side effects are. That's all I want you to do. It's appropriate for some people. I'm not here to say I know all the answers, but I am here to tell you, you better ask all the questions. And the number one question you always want to ask is, what are the side effects? And here's the other caveat. Everything you put in your mouth as a pill has a side effect. And if you're in addition now taking a blood pressure pill or another kind of pill that each has its own side effects, even though it's a good side effect to lower your blood pressure with that blood pressure pill, but each medicine you take, they may not like the other medicine that you're about to take. So you have to be careful because I'm here to tell you, every single thing you take is going to have a side effect. You need a good doctor. You need a good internist to guide you. Yes, I'm an orthopedic surgeon. I am a doctor and I'm operating on people. But that question is something you have to have intimately with you and your doctor. You're going to fight father time? Good luck. Charles Barkley is right. He's undefeated. I should trademark the term age-size, that you actually have to exercise differently based on your age. When you're 25, Ed, you can jump off a building and you would land on a car, wipe your arms, and keep walking. At 55, you ain't landing on the car and wiping your arms and keep walking anymore. You got to exercise, but differently. The fountain of youth is in the fountain. Learn how to love the pool, the bike, the elliptical, and forget about treadmill, lunges, squats, stair machines, and weights for your legs. That's my best advice to you, Ed, and to you all. The lines are lit up. Hang on the line. I'll figure out a way to get all of them, but I got to tell some stories at the top of the hour right now. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show. The number is 877-710-ESPN, and thanks for joining me each and every Saturday. Coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories. Some stories about the ear, the mastery of the ear.